Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, 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 everybody. Um, everybody who is tapping into the replays, hello, welcome. Welcome, welcome. My name is Catherine. I am the podcast host of Chakras and Cuss Words podcast. I concentrate on everything related to the chakra system, also related to astrology. I do it a lot with astrology and also with uh, energy work. Today, I am talking about 1212 and the overall message about 1212, um, some areas that you can learn about it, um, some areas that you can take this energy to kind of release and balance and create a place where it feels very personable towards your growth as an individual so there's a lot of history behind 1212 besides just being a cosmic as one might say delightful number right it's a very beautiful number when we think about 1212 it it's it is um a good number in the sense that it has a lot of meaning right so let's look at the number 12 for people who are into numerology and what does the number 12 mean for a lot of people who are studying numerology or into the meaning of it right so it has a representation of completion it has a representation of harmony and it can lead to good things and many see this date as one of the most luckiest dates um, we also see it as one of the dates that brings new beginnings in right and when we think of the number 12 in this dynamic we have to think of how can we bless ourselves with more magic towards the end of the year, right? So this year's wrapping up and some of us might have been um, structured in some things that maybe it didn't feel so combined with or maybe it felt like a discouragement or maybe a disappointment if our year was kind of ending like that. So we are actually going to do a release and I will do a reading for all 12, not for all 12 of the Zodiacs um, individually, but for the collective on all four of each element. So I will do the earth signs, the air signs, and also the um, fire and water signs. 
So another thing when we are talking about 1212, um, it also has a significance with a lot of religion, right? And a lot of spiritual practices. So 1212 is noted to be the beginning that marks the 12 days of Christmas or the 12 days to Christmas, as one might say, right? It's the entryway before uh, the Christmas celebrations. It's also kind of the entryway of Yule. And for those who don't know what Yule is, Yule is actually a tradition that was developed in the area of paganism that happened before Christianity, right? And it's kind of funny that they both have the same days, right? They both kind of are centered around the same days, but they are. So it marks the 12 days before Yule as well. And Yule is actually a 12-day celebration. So people who practice Yule, that starts on Christmas, usually will practice for 12 days and they will do different types of celebration, different types of representation, different types of area where they embrace the elements, right? The elements of fire, earth, water, and just like the zodiacs when we think about it, right? And another thing that stands out about 1212 (laughs) is we look at how this number all kind of ties in, right? It all kind of ties in. We have, you know, 12 zodiacs. We have 12 houses. We're centered around a 12 wheels of what moves in the cosmos, what moves in the earth element, what moves in the space element, what moves in the air element, the water element. It all kind of comes back to this representation. And 1212 is an amazing um, day to really pick up that productivity, really pick up that inspiration from the cosmos, from the earth. Also, before we get into the releasing, we're going to do a quick release, just a couple breaths um, of letting go. It's going to take maybe like one or two minutes, and then we are going to go into the reading, and I will do all of the elements of the zodiacs. So one of the things that I really want to talk about is when I talk about productivity and intentions. We have to let our intentions and our productivity lead us into an area that feels blessful, right? It feels centered around gratitude. Like, of course, there's few days that I'm like, oh, gosh, you know, I don't want to have to do this or I don't necessarily feel the urge to maybe create a podcast or explain something or maybe I really don't want to be centered in work or whatever it is, right? Everything comes with like disadvantages and everything comes with advantages, right? So the more energy that I put towards, let's say, my business, the more energy I'll receive towards my business. And understanding our intentions, especially 
and our productivity when it comes to 12-12 and when it comes to using that harmony. Like there's days that, um, you know, today I just said, I can't do one of the rooms that I usually do, like an earlier room. I just didn't have the energy, right? So I tapped out. I said, I'm not doing that room today and it's fine. My productivity will thrive in other places and having that grace with our own harmony and our own flow is really what 1212 is about and what the number 12 represents. So another thing for people who are um, possibly listening on the replays or in the room that one of the things that also I want to talk about is the astrology behind today. And the astrology behind today, and of course it changes um, each year, right? It's not going to be exactly the same because uh, the planets change. Some planets are in one um, zodiac and then some planets are in a different zodiac as the years go by, right? It's not always the same. But the astrology for today, we have a conjunction that is very beautiful. We have the sun in Sagittarius sextiles with Saturn in Aquarius. And when I saw this, because like I said, I'm very structured off of astrology. So when I saw this, it really made sense that this cosmic alignment was happening on 1212. We have the beautiful sun energy, right, which is dominant ruler of Leo, beautiful area of production, the creator, as some astrologers might say, right, the sun is the creator. Without the sun, certain things might not grow, certain things might not move forward, right? The sun is that almost like Jesus, right? <laughs> I mean, there's a, there's a big debate about who exactly is Jesus, right? Is it the sun or was Jesus a Pisces, right? Well, I mean, that's, a, that's for those who like astrology, that's a different debate, right? So, <laughs> or was Jesus a Capricorn? You know, so many discussions we go, right? But the sun energy, really the creator energy, that godlike energy, that intense, beautiful, magnetic energy, energy is in with Sagittarius, where Sagittarius is bold. It's beautiful. It seeks freedom. It seeks this alignment of creation, of moving forward in different aspects. Like, And it's ruled by Jupiter, which is a very lucky planet. And this is actually known as being one of the luckiest days of the year. And having that energy alignment of luck, boldness, meeting up, sextiling. And when we think of a sextile, a sextile is very almost like passionate, right? Just the word alone sounds very sexy and intimate. Meeting up with this energy alignment with Saturn is the formulation of responsibilities and areas of moving in a direction where you see the productivity, where you see the energy alignment of creation, where you see the strategy, where you see the purpose, where you see the right in the house, its own house, because Saturn is one of the rulers of Aquarius, because Aquarius has 
basically is ruled by two planets. Traditionally, Saturn, and then when Uranus was found, your, you know, I say Uranus, <laughs> and then when Uranus was found later, then Uranus. So Aquarius is the area of humanity, the area of the water barrier. The story of the water barrier is very sacred. It's somebody who went to the villages, to the lakes, who received the water, not necessarily to quench their own thirst, not necessarily to drink and hoard the water for themselves, but it was to give it back to the village, to give it back to the community, to give it back to the collective. So when we have a beautiful energy alignment like this, we're going to want to use it. We're going to want to embrace it. We're going to want to bless it. So one of the ways that we're going to do that is by doing a quick little release, and then I will get into the reading. Um, it's probably going to be a pretty short room. You know, it's not going to be like a full hour room or anything. So for the release, I want everybody to kind of get in an uncomfortable position, right? Like feel kind of relaxed, like shake out some of that energy if you can, right? Shake out some of that intense energy. And if you like listening to sound baths or sound bowls, I have one that's based off of the throat chakra um, on my podcast that I just released today. So that's on the link. You could go ahead and subscribe there. But I want everybody to take a big deep breath in. And release. Just kind of let your mind clear. If you want, you can close your eyes. Become centered with the space. Listen to the sounds of the universe. Listen to the sounds around you. I want your mind to clear of what stress has been kind of lingering, especially lingering towards the back area, up towards the shoulders. We're going to take another breath in. And we're going to let it release. I want you to kind of think of this year, the ending of this year, the area space of completion of this year, right? Another breath in, release. Let that tension from the shoulders kind of go away. Loosen it up and shake it out a little bit, right? Shake that energy space out. Let the cosmos, the air, the sounds of the universe clear it away. Clear that space away. As we think of our year, we're going to think of what was it, where were we, 
moments, people, events that were significant, that impacted us. Some might seem a little bit more joyful than others, right? They felt good. They were high energy. Take a big deep breath in. Release. Where was this energy at, right? Where did it serve you? How did it make you feel? I want you to kind of shake out your hands, shake out your arms. Say a little prayer to that energy. Say a little prayer to the universe. Thank you. Thank you for fulfilling me with that moment, that memory, that accomplishment, that space of alignment, that energy that felt good and that felt right, that felt joyful. Take a breath in. Release. Now, this is going to feel a little different. We're going to think of the things of this year that, I don't know, maybe just didn't go our way. Memories might have had some grief. Our grief is something that we are allowed to feel. We are allowed to feel that energy. Maybe there is an incident, an event that's still kind of holding on, right? Still kind of holding on in that space of your head, in your heart, maybe in your back, down to the root. And it's not that we want to forget this, but we want to kind of clear it away. Kind of want to move this energy out. So we're going to take a big, deep, deep, deep breath. Strong as far as you can go. Release it out. Say goodbye to it. Let it go. Let it move forward. Past you. Above you. Back to the universe. I want you to kind of shake your legs out, move them around, let your roots know that you are clear. You are clear from anxiety, shame, embarrassment. Shake your legs out, move them a little, wake those roots up, let them know they're clear. You thank the universe for the message, for the lesson. And do one more big breath. Release. Just kind of move your head back and around. 
And now we're going to thank the cosmos for the end and the beginning of 1212. And we will start the reading. And this is not off of any cards. This is all from the energy alignment that I feel from the collective in the room. So here we go. So for the fire signs and for those who follow me on like my YouTube channel or <laughs> who follow me on my podcast when I do do readings, um, you know that I'm a chakra guide. I'm a chakra coach. I consider myself an alchemist. Um, and I will be reading the energy of the collective in this order. We will start with the fire signs, go to the water signs, earth signs, and then air. For the fire signs, fire signs include, in case you don't know, Sagittarius. We're currently in Sagittarius season. And Aries. Aries is the cardinal sign, the number one zodiac of the wheel, the 12 wheel of the zodiac, and the Leo. For the fire signs, there's a place in energy where it feels very intense right now, especially if you've been kind of holding on to a lot of baggage. If you've been holding on to a lot of space that hasn't really been serving you and you keep going back to it, I keep feeling that you're like picking that bag back up. Kind of picking it back up, feeling it, it still feels heavy. It still feels heavy. When we're going through our baggage and we're going through our areas of energy, our areas of emotions, our areas that have been kind of holding us back or making us feel heavy. It's actually a beautiful time and a purposeful time for you to start to clear your spaces. Also for the fire signs, this is a very intense place for many of you. Um, not because the intense this is bad, but just because of the energy alignment where a lot of your planets are kind of lined up, right? Where a lot of the alignments kind of move forward right now. We have the sun in Sagittarius and we have that energy that's so intense. Also, we have with the Aries, Jupiter moving on into Aries again, moving out of Pisces and moving towards Aries. And with Leo, <laughs> the Leos are actually kind of the ones who are getting a little bit lucky right now. And they're not really feeling too much of it. But since they are the sun, right? Since they are ruled by the sun, the energy always feels intense, right? And they tend to burn themselves out a little bit easier than most of the zodiacs. But for the Leos especially, I want you to hold that bag up because the Leos are so bold and courageous. And I want you to tell that bag you're throwing it away. 
you're getting rid of that baggage, you're getting rid of that heaviness and let it go. Also for the fire signs, I want you to understand that as you move slowly into the transition of the rest of the year, as we move towards January, as we move towards 23, that this is a time that we're actually going to accept our passions. We're going to let our passions lead us fully. We're going to let that sacral chakra really open up in our creativity. We're going to let it open up in our house of creativity, our also our house of passion and our house of home and community. And also we are going to look at it in a space where it feels very much aligned and where it is that we want to create. And if this is a relationship, if this is a home, if this is a new project, if this is a new entrepreneurship for the fire signs, take that energy and really hold it in and move forward with it at a slower pace than what you're used to. For the water signs, and if you don't know what the water signs include, the water signs are Pisces, Scorpio. <laughs> I said a little giggle about Scorpio, um, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Scorpio and Cancer. The energy around you guys right now, <laughs> and for the Scorpio, I feel like a lot of Scorpios are almost on this area where they're trying and they are looking to move forward in their space of title, of acknowledgement. Almost like, um, what's the word? Validation. I want the Scorpios to understand you don't need to seek validation from anybody but yourself. The Scorpios are very divine. They are very reflectatory where they move forward from a lot of obstacles. And if you are a Scorpio and you've encountered some obstacles in this year, especially with the South Node in Scorpio, and you've maybe kept reflecting back on the past and it kept coming back up and it kept coming back up and you were like, oh, it hurts, right? It hurts to think about things that have hurt us, right? It, it, it hurts to think about that sometimes. I just want the Scorpios to know that your healing journey is moving forward. Your healing journey is letting you have days where that message that memory doesn't always come up. And I know sometimes it can feel funny to heal, but it is your right. It is your right. And we never fully heal, right? So if there's any Scorpios who are centered around their healing journey and you feel like I'm, you know, I, I don't feel like I've completely moved forward, just know that that is something we never fully heal from all the way we just move forward we move forward to a place where we don't think about it every day or we don't hold on to it where it damages our inner light where it makes the shadow hang out a little bit longer than the light and trust me 
the shadow is a beautiful thing sometimes. I respect my shadow fully. I know who my shadow is. I recognize it when it begins to creep up. And for the Pisces, and I feel like many Pisces have a good year this year. Um, I know there was some conflict with some things with the Pisces. Maybe that bounce of energy kept kind of moving forward and back and back and forward. You weren't really sure, right? You felt like this area wasn't moving forward. And you felt like a little bit under like this bliss of naiveness. If you're a Pisces and that happened to you, I want you to accept your love. So if you're a Pisces and you've recently met somebody or if you've recently been in a relationship that maybe needed a little bit more of a spark or needed to kind of like pick its feet back up, I want you to accept your love. Accept the love that you feel and share that love. For the Cancer, this is actually a beautiful time in your area space where you're going to move in emotion through the next transition where it's going to feel like this beautiful alignment of coming forward, of coming forward in who you are, especially with your energy around illuminating yourself. I want you to also seek refuge with your family, with the people in your family that you genuinely trust. And sometimes we don't genuinely trust everybody in our family. That's okay. But the people that you genuinely trust, I want you to express those thoughts that you've been kind of hindering away. For the water signs overall, the movement of flow towards 2023, especially as we are in the 1212 portal, is going to feel like that beautiful wave, that small rhythm that dances with the ocean as it moves to the lakes. But you're going to have to take your time with it. You're going to have to take that time. And embrace it. Embrace your love. You're going to be focused on a lot of love and giving. And take that place with you also for the water signs. You too. <laughs> well, you too, you too. You too, I really want you to open up that sacral chakra. The sacral chakra is actually the water element right? It's not necessarily the solar plex. The solar plex actually is a perfect one for the fire signs to tap into, but they already have it. They already have it. They have a lot of it. So that's why I didn't tell them because their energy is very intense right now. They, don't, they actually need to bring that solar plex down a little bit. But for the water signs, we're going to open up with that sacral chakra. And when we do it, we're going to open it up and it's going to move a to the solar plex, where the solar plex is going to become more engaged, more aligned, more centered in its power, more centered in its power of will, of energy, of growth, of acknowledgement. And you're able to own that title. You're able to own those achievements where you stop looking for the recognition from others. For the earth signs, and I just want to say if there's any um, Tauruses in the room, 
Tauruses um, and Scorpios are going to see a lot of transition in um, 2023, even a little bit more than, you know, what it was with the North and the South Node. But there is a lot of energy alignment for those Zodiacs. For the Taurus and the Earth signs, this is the time. This is the time that you guys, especially for the earth elements, that you are totally at ease. And it's not going to be perfect, right? It's never perfect. But you're at ease with your path. You're at ease with that root, that root chakra energy all the way to the crown. Those are going to be your area spaces. Because you are literally going to move into a path that's going to feel so aligned. But you have to put your feet on the ground and say, I accept this path. This is a beautiful time if you are an earth element and you've been thinking about going back to school, if you've been thinking about starting a business, if you've been thinking about purchasing a home. I know a lot of people are like, oh, the market, don't, you know, but this is a time that you're going to prepare for it. You're going to prepare for that energy. For the Virgo, this is really an amazing time for you to be centered in the home life. Also, of course, in your traditional houses of rituals, especially for 1212, I want you to bring all the elements into the home, all the elements that includes fire, water, earth air bring that into a ritual base every day not every every day but as much as you can right as much as you can acknowledge it say a little thought to it say a little wish to it say a little wish to that energy source for the Taurus, like i said this is going to be an amazing year for you for the Taurus, i want you to know that people are going to try to break you down but you're a Taurus. You don't break down. Right? You might feel a little frustrated at times. But I want you to look at that root energy. Keep your roots stuck in the ground. Keep them firm. Keep it as exactly where you want to be. For the Capricorn, Pluto is leaving. <laughs> I don't know if uh, that is a benefit for you or if that is a um, negative, but Pluto is starting to, will be transitioning actually into Aquarius. For the Capricorns, I'm sure you've been on the journey of transition and area space where you've been moving forward and transitioning to who you will be. And when we think of that space of who will I be, it's exactly who you want to be, exactly who you are meant to be. And if you feel like you need to pick that step back up, maybe you fell off somewhere, somewhere in the line, you know. I have a friend who, um, she's more of a family member, um, not by blood, but by energy. <laughs> Um, she is in nursing school and her first year, she actually failed and I'm a nurse. A lot of people don't know this, but I'm a registered nurse and 
And I failed too. One of the first nursing programs I was ever in, I failed. But having that energy where we think that we're transitioning ourselves and we somehow hit a big bump in the road. We hit this big obstacle and it feels so big. It's like we can't get over it, right? But if you're a Capricorn and you hit that obstacle, you hit that wall, baby, you're meant to break it down. And if you haven't fully broke it down and got back on and got centered in your path, 2023 is where you're going to continue. You're going to move forward. Pluto is just giving you a jump start. But sometimes that Pluto energy can kind of hold us back too. Kind of have us in our shame area, in our shadow area, in our far away where everything feels so far, right? Feels so far, I can't reach it. But that energy will go. I just want to say to the Capricorns, if that transition felt a little bumpy and felt like a little bit of an obstacle, it was just a test. You can complete it. You can move forward. For the air signs, the air signs are such a beautiful sign, um, beautiful element. For the air signs, and I will <laughs> tell you guys... Um, 2023 for the air signs, I believe they're pretty safe. I believe they're pretty safe, <laughs> except uh, Aquarius is getting Pluto. So Aquariuses might be feeling that jump uh, where they're ready to make a transition. They're ready to make a transformation. Something's kind of knocking at them, right? It's saying, it's saying, um, take me in, take me in, right? Do this, do this. For the air signs, the air signs have been very dynamic lately. When I look at the air signs and some of the alignments that the air signs are experiencing, if they haven't really been formulated where they move forward or they move backwards, they kind of feel like they're flipping flopping, right? As the wind goes, they feel like, woo, kind of been stuck in a hurricane. Kind of been stuck in this area that feels kind of intense. It feels kind of like structured, it, too structured, probably for the Aquariuses. If the Aquariuses have been feeling like something's been really structuring them and it's kind of been holding them down and saying like, huh, you listen to me. I am your boss. This is the way it goes. These are my rules, my regulations. This is what I say. That energy is kind of like feeling really heavy for some of the air signs. Just know that um, it's going to feel different. It's going to feel real different real soon. That area of revolution is going to really like perk up because Saturn's going to move out. Saturn, big daddy Saturn's going to say goodbye, <laughs> float away. Um, and Pluto is going to kind of bring you some, some little bit of magic that you were needing, right? Especially for the Aquarius. If the Aquarius has been feeling very limited, that, that area where you do like a revelation, a revolt is coming. That space is coming. Also for the air signs, this is a beautiful time for you to tap into your throat chakra. Um, and for some air signs, especially like the Gemini, 
you're always kind of like tapped into your throat chakra, right? You're always kind of like in that area house of communication. But possibly for the Gemini, it's almost felt like a little bit too intense. And when we think of the chakra energy, we have Mars. Um, we have Mars in, in Gemini, right? In retrograde. Mars is going to make its way over to Libra. Um, sometimes when that passion feels a little bit too intense, this is actually a perfect time for you to rest the throat chakra. So I'm, I'm an air sign and, um, for 2023, I feel like I am doing a type of rest of the throat chakra, even though I have a podcast, but it's going to be different because I'm going to be sharing a lot more of my meditations, my um, area that's going to help people feel more aligned where it's not going to be necessarily me interviewing or doing so much all the time, right? Um, and a lot of that is learning how to use your own energy, learning where you thrive at. And for the air signs, especially like the Gemini, I really want you to kind of stay wise with your core message because that's really what the throat chakra is like stay authentic to it don't let people tell you that your core message isn't valuable it is but also this is a time that you're going to kind of want to not be so impulsive with it you're not going to want to like scream it out to the world if you acknowledge it and other people receive it it doesn't need to feel intense it comes with a beautiful flow of the air because that's what you are. For the Libra, um, for the Libras, this is an amazing time as we close out 2022 and we start to approach 2023. Um, if you are a Libra and love hasn't been knocking on your door or the relationship hasn't been feeling very passionate, there's going to be some transition. There's going to be a lot of passion for the Libras. There's also probably going to be some area sense of awakenings. If you are a Libra and you haven't fully been engaged in your spiritual journey, your spiritual journey is going to kind of like pick your ass up and say, let's go. Let's go, girl. Come on. Let's go. Feel this wind. Feel this wave. Get over here. It's going to make you accept the cosmos a little bit more. It's also going to make you question some of the things you've learned. Maybe question some of the things you've learned about others. Maybe question some of the things you thought you learned about yourself. And um, there's definitely going to be some new relationships for the, the Libra. Um, possibly, um, I see in the horizon for a few Libras, definitely areas of commitment. That's an engagement, a wedding. I also feel a lot of love energy when I think of the Libras, when I feel the energy of the collective, it feels very much centered around love and desire and knowing exactly how you want 2023 to kind of play out. Of course, there's going to be bumps in the road. There's bumps in the roads for all the Zodiacs, right? Nothing's ever perfect. But for the Libras, a lot of new beginnings and a lot of new faces and special people. 
So I want to thank everybody who popped into the room. Um, and I'm not doing individual readings. Um, if anybody would like to book a reading, you could book it through my website. But um, this is a collective reading. If you didn't get to hear your zodiac, um, element. You can listen to the replay, but I want to thank everybody who popped in and everybody have an amazing 12-12 and having a great day. All right. Bye.